0: You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about the Chicago Bulls making history, being the first 10 seed to win a playing game. We're going to talk about that, plus Billy Donovan's adjustments in the second half, and can the Bulls do it again? We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in, Locked On Bulls. Member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Uh, Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NBA60 and use code NBA60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Bulls. Windy City Breeze. Sorry, Close enough. Bro.
1: Let's do it. Windy City Bulls. I love it. It is what it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, so I'm a creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, we did it, bro. Like, the Bulls got the dub, man. Zach Levine looking like the $215 million man we we paid him to be. Patrick Williams stepping it up big time with defensively. Him and Pat Bevin. Alice Caruso making key defensive plays and some shots via Alice Caruso in much-needed time to the Bulls. Pat,
1: how you feeling about this game, brother? Why they do this stuff? <laughs> why? Why? Why can't they just play four quarters of basketball? I mean, listen, uh, I love what the Bulls did. I really do. I, I think that the um, when you when you look at how this team came out and, and adjusted in the second half, right? Especially after getting down, adjusted mid-second half, an in-game adjustment. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that they they literally were a completely different team i thought that they attacked the bucket well i thought that this was something that we could have expected to come based on what we saw from the team uh uh, in the first half right like zach levine in the second quarter was cooking right like uh, I, i saw a lot of people especially in the live call just like oh my god zach levine looks awful he took two shots in the first quarter didn't make either of them and then after that he scored nine points right and From that point on, I was like, I think the Bulls really have a chance at this. I don't know if they'll win it, but I do think they have a chance. I thought the Chicago Bulls' defense was on point. I thought the Chicago Bulls' attacking the bucket was on point. I thought that the fact that uh, um, they did enough to get Jakob Poldal in foul trouble on the offensive side of the ball was really good. And, I mean, like, listen, like, to me, this is the Bulls team that we've talked. I, I don't think anything changed. I just think that in the second half of a game, we were still close enough to get back into it. Like, I I realistically don't think anything changed that we saw. We still didn't have, we had poor shooting from the three-point line. Um, the rebounding, I believe we still got out-rebounded by, 14, by the end of this game. 14, we got out-rebounded by. Uh, but what I will say the difference is, and this is what I want people to understand, there is a difference between being out-rebounded on the offensive glass by 14 and being out-rebounded based on the fact that you're missing a ton of shots and the other team's getting opportunities off of that. I don't expect the Chicago Bulls to go out there and get 15 offensive boards. I thought the Bulls did a good job off of the boards being able to defend on the other side and get a second opportunity, and also not allowing a ton of second chance points for the Toronto Raptors. But at the end of the day, it's, I, I'd like some more size like this. like I don't think any. Do you really think? I, I'm gonna ask you this. Did did your opinion of what this Bulls team is changed tonight? Even though they competed like we know they can.
0: No, because we've seen that. I mean, as far as in the long run, no. We still got work to do this offseason, and I've been saying that for the long part. Like nothing changes, what needs to happen with this team in the off season. But they, they, they did come out. And you, to your point, we still shot the ball terribly. You said that. Like all the things that have hurt the Bulls in a lot of games still hurt the Bulls in this game. One key thing is though that we got to say the Toronto Raptors if they did not miss eighteen free throws.
1: How do you say? It? Is it Diar? I Dayar? believe it's Diar De- DeRozan. I can't, I can't hear the the stream when we live call it. So I was going Diar. Uh, Diar DeRozan is the MVP. Hey, one DeRozan was the MVP in Toronto. It was not Damar. It was Diar. Diar DeRozan was the MVP in Toronto today. Listen, and you know, it, so the first couple of times she did it, I'm like.
0: I thought it was my kids upstairs or something the first time.
1: (laughs) Were you yelling at the kids?
0: Bro, absolutely. I'm like, y'all don't be quiet, I'm trying to watch the game. And literally, my son came down the steps looking at me like, (laughs) bro, we're we're laying down. What do you mean? And then I'm like, wait a second. That's on the TV. And then I realized they kept going to her. I'm like, that's crazy. That's wild, bro. But yeah, hey, Listen. She helped. She helped, bro. Like, I, I, nobody can tell me any different. Yes, they missed a lot of free throws, but you can't. That was distracting, bro. That would have been distracting for me out on the court.
1: How do you prep for that? Like, how do you like, like realistically, right? She's gonna do this again versus Miami. Miami's probably gonna shoot better, but how do you prep for that? Like, is that like, what, what do you do that, like? I, you know, I would
0: not, I wouldn't put it past Eric exposure to take a recording of her screaming and pump it in through the stadium while they're practicing. <laughs>
1: blasted. Random <laughs> moments going up for a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> It was how she was screaming too. Yeah, like she was going full-on random kid at the park that you just be looking at, like, why that kid screaming like that? Like, shout out to her, man. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought the Chicago Bulls did the Toronto Raptors help. Yes. They did. They they they, <laughs> they 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 their missed free throws put the bulls in a great position True. to come back. But I, I, but I
0: don't want to overlook the defense that was played in that second half either, facts, which we'll talk about in a second.
1: That's, that's what I was gonna say. I, I feel like, right, this was a game to me. I saw a couple of people trying to say that the Chicago Bulls, uh, the the Toronto Gators game to us. The Bulls took it. Yeah. Zach Levine took this game. DeMar, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. How many games can we say that this season? Uh, the
0: Bulls, maybe took the Memphis game, the Memphis game for sure. Uh, the game against early, we, Boston. The early, the early Boston, the second game against Toronto that we played in the season. Uh, yeah. A win against Milwaukee, I think we won that game outright against Milwaukee. There, there have been times I don't like. L- listen, the Bulls have wins against over five hundred teams, and I and I get the mindset that some people want to say, well, who's to say that they were playing their hardest against the Bulls? But I mean, the Bulls have had some tough victories here, man.
1: I think I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the Bulls went into some of those games with the, hey, we've lost two times to the Bulls. We got to come back and play harder, right? Mm. But I, I think they're right. Like what I what I mean is that like. Zach Levine woke up. Zach oh. Levine said, "We're not losing this game." We haven't seen that from
0: Zach in a long time. Well, you we know what see, I mean? Like We did see it in a loss. Remember, there was a game where I think Zach had like 41 points, but nobody else made any shots, yeah, and he but, was trying. I can't remember what the hey, opponent was. Hey,
1: but. But we, we lost that game, right? Yeah. Like Zach Levine literally said, we're not losing this game, offensively and defensively. DeMar DeRozan couldn't get anything. I mean, DeMar was horrible in the first, what, two and a half quarters? Mm-hmm. He got back in that in that third quarter. I thought he really made some impact plays offensively and defensively. I thought that I, I will say it took Kobe White out of rhythm. Kobe Kobe was cooking. Oh, Kobe, Kobe was, was the,
0: as much as we got to talk about Zach in a second. I know Kobe didn't end up scoring a huge number of points, but Kobe was the best bull in the first half. Yeah, he was the best bull of the first half. By he a score, lot. like yeah. Easily. Better than Zach. I know DeMar scored three more points than him, but Kobe White was the best bull in the first half of the game.
1: By a lot. Yeah. And, and to me, right, like I, I thought that that was the thing, right? You you don't need a ton. You just need enough. Yeah. Kobe White was enough. Patrick Williams' defense was enough. Patrick Beverly's energy was enough at the end of the game. Because I ain't gonna lie, Pat Bell was like, I was like, wow, Van Vliet said, hey, listen, I don't care what the numbers say based on you. You're done. Pat Bev was playing like cheats for a long portion of this game. Bro. It was really just like that span of defense between like the third and fourth quarter.
0: Bro, I literally was like. You know what? It, the first time Pat Bev got switched on Siakam in this game, I literally was like, what are you doing? And it literally, it, it never worked out. And so, it, it, you know, it is what it is, man.
1: Yeah, and we kept doing that. Um, I'll we, ask you this. Mm-hmm. Cause we're going, to, we're gonna absolutely go deeper into this, right? But that's what she said. Uh, I mean, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh <laughs> Do you like, right? Like in this game, Billy Donovan, and we talked about this. We cooked them. Said that it was not that we got out sized. We got out technique. Right? Like, remember, remember yeah, Billy yeah, said yeah, that it was the other we rebounded. Yeah. Do you think that this game showed that it wasn't about the size, it was about the technique when it came to the Bulls winning this game? Was Billy Donovan right?
0: I, no, because we still got out-rebounded. So he was talking about specifically about rebounds, so no, Billy Donovan wasn't right. But I will say this, because we still I got- tried cook. to get your
1: olive branch, Billy. I, I get
0: tried. <laughs> I, I get you, but no, no. You, you can't hold that olive branch together with the gum. It's not going to work. Um, with but, the gum! <laughs> yes, but It's a bar. It's a bar. <laughs> But, but the Bulls did execute well <laughs> defensively in that second half. And we're going to talk about that next. Billy Donovan's adjustments in the second half, specifically on one Pascal C. Ockham. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and this is eBay Motors. Um, a championship team is all uh, all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items, exclusions apply. All right, Pat. So, gotta talk about it. I know you try to give the man an olive branch. I I I I crapped on it. It is what it
1: is. <laughs> uh, we can't crap on him in this segment though. No, yeah, yeah. This
0: Billy Donovan, the I, and the thing that I was worried about, if you go to my pregame show over on Central, the thing that I was talking about is not necessarily how the Bulls deal with the first wave of defense. But how do they deal with the adjustment that Nick Nurse was going to make after the second half? Nick Nurse is one of the better at making defensive adjustments from from quarter to quarter, half to half. But Billy Donovan in this game completely came in with a different game. He was trapping. He was running double teams on uh, Pascal Siakam trying to force the ball. We didn't get as many turnovers as we usually do in a situation like that, but the defense was suffocating. We forced them to shoot a bad percentage after they shot pretty well um, in that in that first half How'd you feel about the defense in the second half, Pat?
1: I thought Billy Donovan made the perfect adjustments. Y'all have never heard me say that. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say perfect, I mean, to the point where we're running a double at Pascal Siakam. He spins out of it. Somebody's playing the passing lane because he's trying to make that pass. You know, he's got to make that pass. The Bulls are playing that lane perfectly getting the steal. Um, We've got uh, uh, Scotty Barnes down low. I, I still thought P-Will a little late. I still thought P-Will a little late. I'm not going to say okay. fully. I was, I guess, I guess if I perfectly might've been a strong word, as close to perfect as maybe for Billy Donovan can get. Because I thought P-Will was absolutely destroying Scotty Barnes. It's the reason you have to play P-Will on Scotty Barnes. Um, he's got his number. Like Scotty Barnes all of a sudden went from being able to score 16 points to not being able to find the basket right? Uh, and and I, I just thought that defensively Billy Donovan made some really, really good adjustments. Yeah,
0: I mean Scotty Barnes' hairline went back another quarter inch today. Hey, um,
1: it's bad, bro. Hairline
0: bro, and gap. Bro. Like, you gotta pick a struggle. Listen, the gap thing, hey, listen, that's Jeanette. Well, I guess the hairline is too, but listen, you could go ball. No,
1: no, no. Michael hand gap is gone. You can pull them joints together. You got too much money. <laughs> But like, bro, like seriously, like Michael Strahan could have drove a semi Barnes through that mug. He's twenty-two and he pulled that years together. old, bro.
0: There's no reason for together. a hairline like that,
1: bro. <laughs> bro, listen, at least Chris you, Middleton's
0: hairline got the way it got by the time he was thirty. He didn't start off with a hairline that bad. Scott yeah, it's Barnes been bad start, for a while. It's yeah, I mean, been it's
1: been bad for, for a minute, but they at twenty-two. Hey, listen, Scotty Barnes is a mix of Buddy Hield's teeth and Chris Middleton's hairline, which is the biggest problem that's going on up in Toronto right now. But what I will say is this, right? Like defensively, I thought the Bulls did a good job keeping that hairline in check. I thought that uh, for the most part, right? Like Pascal Siakam just wasn't able to get the the, the same looks. Now he still cooked, right? The Pascal yeah. Siakam dominated, he still cooked, but he wasn't able to get the same easy looks that he was able to get in that first half. I mean, like it was nothing in the first half. Like I was like, hey, yo, we're going straight up with Pat Bev on a turnaround fadeaway J that he keeps knocking down, right? In the second half, that was the last switch option. That was your last-ditch effort to try and stop Pascal going to the bucket. So I thought that uh, the Bulls did a lot of nice things defensively in that second half. Um, and, and I, I mean, honestly, right, like, if we if we'd be at 100%, in the second quarter even as well, I thought the first quarter was really the worst quarter of basketball the Bulls played. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with that so I, I I don't know man I I love what this Bulls team was able to do outside of that first quarter um I mean I, I'll ask you this right like the the way that they were able to attack down low and really stop everything in the paint because the Bulls dominated the paint today is that a change? from what we've seen from this Bulls team most of the season. Is that something that you were expecting to happen coming into this game? Or was that something that you were like, I'm actually shocked by that?
0: I was shocked by the, I I I won't lie. I was shocked by the the Bulls scoring 52 points in the paint. Now, we're not a three-point shooting team, so maybe I shouldn't have been as shocked by it. But, um... Like, the the way that the Bulls were getting to to the free throw line, specifically in that second half. I think we only got to the free throw line seven times in the whole first half. But we ended up 22 free throws. Uh, The Toronto Raptors have 36. Shout out to them missing so many because that free throw discrepancy is disgusting. Um, But, yeah, the points in the paint surprised me a little bit. But watching the game, in the midst of just watching the game, I'll tell you what. I didn't even realize we scored that many points in the paint, honestly. I'm not even going to lie to you.
1: Um, I mean, I, I thought the Bulls did a great job defensively down yeah. there. I thought that they closed out well. I thought that they uh they didn't allow easy, but I mean, like, that's where you would you would think Scotty Barnes is gonna be able to operate. I, I believe Scotty Barnes 32% from the three-point line this season, something like that, right? Like all his numbers are down. Mm-hmm. And so you knew they were gonna try and get him going inside, and the bulls just didn't allow it. I thought really, really good. Ad- I mean, like we've kind of pivoted off of it, but like I, I do have to say this again. Billy Donovan, not the end-all, be-all coach. I've told y'all I didn't want Billy Donovan here. I stand on all of that. For the same reasons I didn't want him here, he's doing that in Chicago. But what we've trashed him all season for not being able to adjust. I'll give him his flowers when he does. That was top-tier level adjustments that we saw in-game, moment-to-moment, from Billy Donovan today.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it 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 was. He made he made a great set of adjustments. I think he came in with a with a def- and maybe it was by plan. You know, I I I don't trust Billy Donovan's coaching acumen overall as far as making defensive adjustments. But I will say this: like he, they felt out the Toronto Raptors, and it, if it wasn't for that. Last-minute three by uh, Fred Van Vliet, the Bulls would have only gone down in the first half by eight points. But they, yep. kept, like you said, they kept it close enough. They did allow Toronto Raptors to open the third quarter with another run. But it really did seem like, at least today, Billy Donovan played the X's and O's game really well. And I do, and I appreciate that. And this may have been the, the battle of the disappointing coaches
1: because Nick Nurse is definitely about to get fired. Bro, I so here's the thing, right? I didn't know Muggs was out on Nurse. <laughs> I had no idea, right? Like I, I did the pod with Locked On Raptors, and he's like, "Nah, bro." Like I, like, and here's the here's the thing: they're out on Nurse for the same reason Bulls fans are out on Billy. They've said poor adjustments. They've said, and I, I, I saw it, right? Like I yeah. saw it in this game. Like they had no adjustment for Pascal Siakam double team with a, with a man coming up uh, playing the lane. Like That's
0: he right. had
1: nothing for that, but. I mean, like I—I I don't feel like I've watched a ton of Raptors games where like Nick Nurse has just been out coached every night. Me, either. I haven't watched. I haven't watched fifteen. I've probably plus watched Raptors game. I, was
0: to say, I probably, probably watched, watched eight Raptors game all season.
1: I probably yeah. watched fifteen in total. Right, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say that I've watched twenty Raptors games, but every game, maybe every game I've watched, right, like. The 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 player that I'll look at and say there's no adjustment for uh, – the player that, that's going at them, right, like it's been Embiid when he's playing the Raptors or Giannis. It's like, what are you going to adjust? Like, yeah. well, what would you like Nick Nurse to do against that? But, I mean, like, it's the same conversation, bro. I, I was not expecting that. It's literally the, hey, um, he don't adjust in game. He has no offensive game plan. <laughs> he has no – and I'm just like – is that B- Nick Nurse or Billy Donovan? Wait, well, which coach are we talking about here, <laughs> bro? Like, <laughs> no bag.
0: Billy had a bag tonight in the second half. So it is. And weird.
1: maybe he took Nick Nurse's bag. I don't know. I don't know. I, are we I still know. in bags in Toronto? Is that what we're doing? I shout out to Billy if he's still in bags <laughs> in Toronto. I'm not mad at it. The Bulls are still alive. The Bulls. Are, here's the tough part, right? It, 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 listen, are you where I'm at? Where it's just like, season sucked. Might as well root for him. Ah, uh, like, bro, like that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, it's a lot of people not gonna be here next year. Might as well root for them to keep winning. Hey,
0: it's a bit, yeah. I mean, this this may be the last. Last set of stretch that we see this team uh, as it's currently constructed together, and hopefully we're talking about fielding a much better team next season. And, you know, we got some things going on. that, AK, like I said, there's nothing, and that's not to say that I don't want to see this team go as far as they can. I want to see this team do whatever they can in this postseason play, but it does not change. Uh, Anything short than this team somehow magically getting to ECF, it does not change the work that Acme needs to do this offseason at all.
1: Serious question. You're big on moving on from DeMar. Can we keep his daughter in the trade?
0: Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, he already got an extra baby mama that nobody talks about. Oh, so wait he'll... a minute. Hold on now. Wait a minute. Hey, no,
1: no. <laughs> chill out. Don't bring that to the stream. That's not meant for the stream, bro. Go ahead and do your ad bro. Let That's me shut guy. up. I asked the last question. That's on me. <laughs> I feel like Taylor Rooks on uh, on the Pivot podcast, bro. She's like, I have one too many questions. That's on me. I have one too many questions. <laughs> So when does the act end? So when does the act end? When I start dropping... Anyway, hey, listen. Uh, grand slams, no-hitters, double plays. They're all back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel America's number one sports book that's because right now new customers can step up the to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars just go to fanduel.com forward slash locked on sign up place your first bet get up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win listen if you if you pick aaron judge to hit a home run to left uh, if you pick Lucas Giolito to go over on the strikeouts, I wouldn't do that. Uh, if you pick, uh, if you're just building uh, your best matchup of the day, you can do all that over at FanDuel. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked to sign up FanDuel, an official partner of MLB. I was going to say MLB baseball, but, but like that's MLB is Major League Baseball. I, 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 it, it ended weird. It ended weird. That's what I mean. <laughs> all right, Pat, the designer. Uh,
0: <laughs> the biggest question surrounding the Bulls right now, you have some Bulls fans that naturally are saying, hey, what's the point to do all this just to lose to Milwaukee in the first round? But before we get into that, we do or we get to that. Even talking about that potential series, we got another opponent in front of us that's coming. We're going in town to them. We're going to Miami on Friday how do you feel? Do you think the Bulls can do it again in Miami on Friday?
1: <sighs> yes. I think and and Lulu on the stream. Shout shout out to Lulu just pulling no, up on me. Shout uh, out right? to Lulu. Hey, shout out to Lulu man. Hey, listen, y'all don't know how much I need to just win today. Uh, so much. <laughs> I needed this win so bad today just to lift my spirits. Um But I I do think that the Bulls can go out in in Miami and uh Win. I I think that there there's a lot of players I look at right. Like w- when I look at Clamps on the other side, and and Miami really good at at team defense, just like the Bulls are. But what who's who's stopping Zach Levine? And then who's stopping Demar Derozan? And then who's stopping Nikola Vucevic? Maybe you got Bam over Vooch. I was about to say Bam I, is a bad man. Bam's a bad man, but I feel like Vooch can hit that turnaround floater over Bam. This is true. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like size-wise, size-wise, I feel like Vooch has the advantage in that game. Um, but I I don't think Miami still has enough defenders to completely stop the Chicago Bulls. Now, this depends on which Bulls team shows up, right? First half Bulls or second half bulls. You didn't see that. First half <laughs> bulls or second half bulls. But um I I I thought that. I I think the Bulls really do have an advantage over Miami coming into this game. And the advantage is Miami finally doesn't have enough defenders to slow down what the Bulls want to do. I mean,
0: I, I feel where you come. The, the biggest concern that I have when it comes to Miami, because we're three and all against them. Me, you've seen the, the Bulls have success against the Miami heat. We know that they can. I think the biggest concern that I have is, is Eric exposure. Just how good of an X's and O's coach that he is and i don't know if billy has uh a, a two 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 games of great adjustments in them back to back but hey and, you know a, another little inside Spole thing looks too bad though i mean listen Spole, Spole, Spole looks, looks, really, looks like he's ready for the season to over uh, be over Spo well.
1: looks really really bad in that first
0: game yeah so uh i mean the the heat overall looked bad in that game uh the thing that and again another thing that worries me this was the bulls third win in a row we have not been able to get a four four wins in a row all season <laughs> oh,
1: God. well bulls fans get ready for the end of the season um, no i still i i still think the bulls have a, have a good shot at this um what does it mean in the end right you, like you said uh everybody's heading towards miami do we think the bulls are going to beat miami i don't think either of us realistically think the bulls are going to beat miami but it's a one game or i'm sorry uh, milwaukee i should say uh I, I don't think either of us think the bulls are going to beat milwaukee but you have one more game where you get that playoff feel. And you know what? Pat Bev has done a good job in those games. Um, energy-wise, right? Like I, I Pat Bev was getting cooked. I'm not gonna lie. We do have to Pat Bev, listen, we, we both talked about Pat Bev versus Fred Van Vliet. It did not work in the first three and a half quarters of this game, but it worked when we needed it to. But man, he was getting cooked out here. But what I will say is um I, I think that going into this game. The Bulls' energy is—you heard it from Zach Levine. Soon as the game ended, let's go to Miami. Let's get let's get ready for my. Let's go. We got to go to Miami. Um, I thought that that meant the world to how this team's mindset is. Mm-hmm. I think they they're thinking the right way. They're not sitting here saying, "Hey, we got it. We're we're in. We're we're moving on." Nah, you got one more game with mad intensity. I'm. I hate when I do this because it never works out. I'm going to pick the Bulls to beat Miami. And I think that I'm going to pick the Bulls to beat Miami by 10. Because I really believe that Miami just doesn't have enough to slow down what this Bulls team wants to. Jimmy Butler can only guard one guy. All right. I mean, hey, listen,
0: from your mouth to guys. Who's Tyler Hero slowing down? But my, oh, here's here's the thing, though. Let's do it. With the Bulls and their propensity to give up huge number of three point shots to other teams, how concerned are you that Tyler Hero, Max Struce can get into a rhythm that just separates that a little bit too much? Because I agree with you. They can't do anything defensively, right? We're not worried about Tyler Hero or Max Struce defensively. But with the Bulls always seem to give up. I mean, I say always, but the Bulls throughout the season have given up just big. Three point nights to role players with those two players specifically and what they're able to do from the three point line anyway against against good defending three point line teams. Are, are how much are you worried about that being what separates the Bulls against the Miami Heat?
1: I am I worried about a hundred percent. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm just so confident that the Bulls are gonna win, like because I watched them all season, but what I will say is that, right? Like when I look at this game on paper. The Chicago Bulls in the second half of this game even closed out on the three-point line much better. Chicago Bulls in the second half of this game ran guys off of the three-point line much better. Mm-hmm. Listen, Tyler Hero can take that deep three, but it, very much like Fred VanVleet had to start doing, if you're taking it from the free throw line, if you hit it, you hit it. If all of a sudden you become Steph Curry for a night, hats off to you. Like, like what am I going to do with that, right? Like, if Tyler Hero starts hitting, but the 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 part that scares most Bulls fans is the beginning. Yeah. The part that scares most Bulls fans is how is that team going to come out in the first quarter? Second quarter. Right? We know that this Bulls team can fight versus anybody. And I I'm, I'm 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 saying that because I believe that this Bulls team is actually better than this Miami Heat team. But also Bulls <laughs> Michael Jordan ain't walking through that door yes. Bulls going Bull but let's hope I, listen
0: I, I do have Bulls confidence in this bull. team and I do think that this team especially with the heart that they showed in this game let's ride that momentum out let's take care of business against uh, Miami and then we'll see Milwaukee here ne- start next week. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm not going to necessarily pick them to win by ten, but I, I as of right now, I think the Bulls are going to be able to pull out that game. They just need to come in, they need to execute, they need to set the tone defensively, and we're going to have the and, uh, Again, this isn't a game where a small ball may hurt us. I think that the Bulls can out rebound the Miami Heat, get out in transition, do the things. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Two things before we go, Alice. I mean, not Alice Cruz. I would assume we've we'll been playing six minutes. Do you think that that continues for the rest of the playing series?
1: Please God. <laughs> All right. Second thing, I, I, hey, hey, I say I ask you this: and you, you, me, and you both IO fans. In mm-hmm. those six minutes, did he look good?
0: No, he looked terrible.
1: He looked awful. Yeah, he looked like he had no idea what was happening.
0: IO's I IO's I confidence is in the toilet, bro. And I hope that he can regain that over the summer, especially if the Bulls do retain him. Um, but we'll see on that. Second thing: that three-point foul call on Alice Caruso, is that one of the most egregious calls you've seen, bro? That was bro. a tough call, bro.
1: Bro. <laughs> That I would that why are we just giving it away? Shout out to Diar DeRozan again, bro. Why are we just giving them a chance to win? Like, that was one of the most egregious calls I think I've seen this season. And I've seen some bad calls this, Like, it was clearly a pump fake Caruso fouls them, mm-hmm. and then a second effort to pull up and try and get it. Bro, and it was just like he got it. The foul happened so
0: far between when he did the shot attempt. It was real. Like I could have made a sandwich in the time that it took for him to try to attempt the shot after he was fouled. It was that was a crazy call to me,
1: bro. I don't think is Gucci ref the uh, the lead ref on these. <laughs> the fact you always he's call Gucci, him Gucci ref. ref. I have no idea what his name is. I we probably should learn. I want to get him on the breeze. I really do. But I have no idea what his name is in real life. I'm yeah, not he was gonna, the, I, he was the lead ref tonight, bro. He's the lead ref, so he has to change that call a bad call. Uh, Gucci yeah. ref is usually pretty good. it's a bad do call.
0: Do they do do they do the L2M reports in playoffs? Cuz I wouldn't be surprised if we see that on the on the report. Was
1: that last two? Yeah, it's last two. Yeah, I think it was last. Oh two. yeah, that was. was. That was with like 40 seconds yeah. left, wasn't it? Yeah. I That that was that was a bad call. That yeah. was a really bad call. We'll probably see that. We'll probably see that. Even though none of these numbers count for anything. That was that's what grad yeah. Like how are we not so they just scoring buckets and making points, and none of this counts for nothing? LeBron's scoring record didn't go up in that first game. No,
0: it's not. This is this counts towards postseason play. No, it don't. It don't even count towards playoff stats. It doesn't? No. So it doesn't count for anything. It doesn't go on the nothing. record books at all. So the wait, is playing it now gonna become its own record?
1: I Hope not. That'd be terrible. Are we going to
0: start talking about the most points <laughs> scored in play in? Is that what we're going to start? That's another that, LeBron that stat. They're probably give him. will happen. That, that probably will give, happen. They're going to give LeBron. He's also the play in scoring champion. They're actually, absolutely going to give LeBron that before he retires. Come on, yeah, bro. let's get up out of here, man. Because that's, ESP, that's another it, ESPN LeBron stat. And I just got pissed
1: off, bro. Let's just LeBron James it, you know. on the right side when he's holding the ball in his left hand spin move is the most ever to score points going up. Follow us on everything. Locked on Bulls on Twitter. You follow me on everything, Adpad the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. LeBron just broke another record somewhere. I don't know what he did. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes the CEO H-A-I-Z-E and thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today now for your second listen, go and check out Game To Game NBA every moment, every top performance, every result Locked On Game To Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver follow Game To Game on Locked On NBA available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, for Path the Designer I'm Hayes, this has been Locked On Bulls we out y'all, peace,
1: peace.